0: Three beers and a movie Nice Hello and welcome to episode 74 of Three Beers and a Movie. I am Richard Laird and I'm with. Golden McGill Yay! You? It's your first one. F- you oh, it's going to be well. You're pretty much one in four now, aren't you? I, I'm kind of getting that way, yeah, but I have. It's just busyness and shifts and pretty much life getting to be a fucking fun. That, that, that's what it is, is that fucking battle life. Because you are moving house and stuff like that, I'm yeah I'm moving house and then I've got kids and stuff like that. Life is difficult. Yeah, am I grown up. You're a very, very, <laughs> very grown up things. Hopefully like one day we'll it. hopefully one day we'll get us all three us back on mic definitely. at some point. We will soon. soon, definitely. Yeah. That that will happen. Yes. where are we again tonight? We are in the Raven in yes. Glasgow, our our go to hunt. Yes because they let us play in here. Yeah. And apparently they had three beers last week. We did get three beers last and week. And I missed getting a free beer. So Raven knew me a free beer. Did they, you not you were not here so you didn't get the free beer? I know, but look look kinda posthumous you're not dead you're not getting a fever <laughs> um, looking very Christmassy oh you don't yeah. that I never even know no I'm yeah. sitting here in my wee bubble and all that. Yeah. It, is, it is looking very Christmassy yeah very despite the fact it's November and not Christmas time yet but we'll get that, to that later that, Jesus I know there's lights everywhere isn't there yeah um, so look can I, can I open up with something that, that really I, I shouldn't have laughed at it okay. but I did laugh at it and, and I'm kind of fascinated by this okay. um, there's been a story in the news recently uh, I don't know if you heard about it about a, a missionary a missionary? That was um, killed. Oh, the by the Indian? By the Indian tribe uh-huh. that had no human contact. Why is this entertaining you? I just think it's really funny that a man get killed by bows and arrows in this day and age. It <laughs> always appears to be fucking with a son. It, it does seem, like, when you, if you're ever sitting alone at night one night you're thinking, how, how will I meet my end? You yeah. might be thinking, like, disease, maybe a car crash. maybe arrow, you thinking, arrow is not Bone arrow is not on the list, It's just like, wow, they killed him with the bows and arrows. They were were an undiscovered tribe, weren't they? They've been discovered, discovered, but they they still shun shun contact. Basically, you're not allowed to go over because Uh they don't want their real life. um, And you went went over anyway? Well, he found some people that were willing to take him over um, illegally, Uh uh, and and they took him over, but they, they can't prosecute. They're not allowed to because... You know, these tribes have done that wrong, they've basically killed this person that shouldn't have been there anyway. Uh-huh. So there's no prosecution for them. Yeah. They've prosecuted the people that took them took over. over. <laughs> because they should have done that. over. <laughs> it. uh-huh. But it's just amazing that in this day and age a man can die by bow and arrow. Um, <laughs> but apparently when they were doing, um, they, they, they kind of sent a uh-huh. helicopter over to, to search for the body. Uh-huh and they started firing arrows at the helicopter that's amazing very much like Avatar oh. <laughs> just you know fuck you going to it. it's just amazing I'm just like wow it just forms my heart and this other tribe do fascinate me as well they, they do, and do you know what Missionary. probably I think it was going to try and convert them to yeah. Oh, yeah, Christian he to you know, I'm here to introduce Jesus into shop. <laughs> I mean, understandable. 100 understandable. So yeah, it, uh, I know I shouldn't laugh, but yeah, it's funny about it. I it well, I did so read his family have said that they're not going to blame the tribe. well quite right. Nice. Yeah. Fucking fault Well, fucking over there. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like, you <laughs> can't blame yeah. them. You know this guy went over knowing no, that he shouldn't have when they got shot with fucking mm. arrows. But how amazing yeah. is that? In this day and age, you can still die. With the bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was just botanic and shit like that. Yeah, but no, apparently still a thing. Fucking amazing. Anyway, that's my wee story me up this weekend what again. are you drinking tonight uh, cold town back to the old cold town because it's it's just a nice refresh do you know what it is it's like it's almost like you kind of step up from tenants. So tenants is, is, your, is your kind of layman. Yep. This this is like your journeyman. The journeyman <laughs> of tenants. <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake. Call me, you're like extraordinary. Yeah, that does not make any sense. No. I, yeah, I'm on blue moon because I have it on cap in here now. You do, so and you've got happy. an orange in it, it looks like um, a rising sun. It does, it looks very pretty. It's lovely, and it tastes nice. Do you want uh, to tell people how much you paid for your blue moon? Eh, uh, five pounds. Five pounds for a blue moon. Yeah, Five. £5 of stanna for a pint nowadays. £5 pounds could probably feed a fumble country. Probably could. <laughs> yeah. Could probably feed that tribe and whether that guy got killed for a year. Um, <laughs> or fundamentals. Yeah. No, um, £5 of stanna for a pint now. It's fucking crazy. It man. is not. yeah, I do that. I don't just move it that It up, is, because it would take you, like... It you, costs you about 30 quid to even get tipsy it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, my point. I know, I That'd, that'd be like... Although, apart from when we were... Um, Mr. Gilby's like wedding, it cost me a lot less than that to get drunk. Well, that's because it was cheap, really. well, though. Very cheap. Yeah, yeah, cheap. You could have got, like, seven pints for the price of your one blue moon. It care. pretty much was, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and we took full advantage of it. <laughs> but I know you like your blue moon, and it is, I mean, even in, in supermarkets, it's quite a pricey Is It is, it's, but it's nice and... T- it's, oh, do you know what? I discovered They still make this. I was in Tesco last week um, browsing the beer out, and I, mm. um, I, I didn't buy it because it's really expensive and I couldn't afford it. Michel, Michel White, yeah, it's like it was really popular back in the 80s <laughs> really early 90s as a canadian beer okay and it is to die for and i've fucking found it so again if I'm so i'm going to pay day tomorrow you're gonna buy it mr michelle so if i'm in canada what well, should i drink that when i'm in canada light, yeah or, uh, if i'm uh, drinking that in canada that would be me drinking like 10 super or something over no, here no no that's huge. classy as yeah. yeah. a Stella. classier classier than that classier A are blue moon a blue moon yeah. oh i'm yeah. drinking a blue moon in scotland right? Ooh, that's, that's i'll try that Mishable blight. When I'm in Canada I will try a um, mishable O'Blight <laughs> okay. I have educated, thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> So, unfortunately, last week we started with Sad News Over Stan Lee um, This week again, Sad News More Sad News More Sad News Because <laughs> um, on, I think, was it Wednesday? No, Monday? Monday Monday, uh, William Goldman passed away Screenwriter, novelist extraordinaire um, Wrote things like, well, Princess Bride the one the Princess Bride is, Bride is probably the one you will be the, 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 Yeah, which broke uh, my freaking heart Yeah um, but he also wrote things like I'm looking at this list now Butch Kirstie Butch Kirstie Sundance Kid is yes. my favourite He wrote yep. Stepford Wives yep. He also wrote The Great Waldo Pepper Which I liked as well Marathon Man was from his novel and the screenplay yep. um, All the President's Men yep. Pretty decent A Bridge Too Far This man has talent He has Princess Bride Adapted Misery yep. um, Year of the Comet Memoirs of Invisible Man What? It's just rights and rights Chaplain this man has got talent yeah. fucking oozing out of him um, even, even when he's dead he's got more talent yeah, than i yeah, much fucking yeah. alive um, um, continuing on 1994 Maverick I love Maverick Maverick's a good film Maverick's a great yeah, movie yeah. and that's why because he's a, it's well it's written. written yeah, yeah. Exa- yeah. Um, The Ghost in the Darkness mm-hmm. I like that film as well And um, that's kind of his last big one The Chamber as well Fierce Creatures apparently done not done a, a, a polish on it the last one I've seen it done was um, the recent one he'd done Will with Bill. Marky Markiner which was last year with Wild Aces or Wild well Card, it's just well Steal Them. Card, yeah. yeah. They, I, I watched that, Steve, I'm not Marky Marks. Yeah. So, so, imagine Max knows to have know. Sorry, Jason. Yeah. Apologies for that. Um, that. That was the last one i seen, but um, as, as I've probably mentioned a few times in this podcast at various times, Princess Bride is probably oh. my favourite movie ever, my favourite book ever. Um, so when I heard that he died, I was like, oh my God, sad. And as you rightly put on social media, um, responsible for. Probably the most famous line in cinema history. Probably, oh, line best cinema. Like, yeah. Probably the best line in cinema yeah, history. And, and yeah, in go into which we all know and love. So that entire know. film is full of great lines, but that is that's a line that stands above itself. Just it's it's an amazing film, amazing line. I would still I still think Butch Cassidy is my favourite of his screenplays because I feel so, I, no, sorry, I said sorry. I think Butch Cassidy is the best film, but that <laughs> is made a lot by Redman and. Yeah, yeah. Redford yeah. and Newman as yeah, well. Yeah. So that makes it the, the lines are brilliant, but they're delivered in a brilliant way. Yeah. Whereas Princess Bride, a great screenplay that I think you can have anyone deliver that line, then it, it still really works. Work, that's yeah. what makes it a great film. And the books, stunning the books, it's amazing. Yeah, brilliant as well. Yeah. It reads just as well as a fellow watches, yeah. which is rare. Do you know what I mean? Very rare get, to yeah. get both, both in tandem like that. So yeah, yeah that's a. Uh, that's a sad, sad one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 83 years old, he's done a lot in his time, Yeah, um, and I like to see there's a lot of outpouring from other writers who said, like, the first book they read was his guide to screenwriting. Yeah. So that's, like, one of the... So of, he's, he's, like, a mentor? He's a mentor to a lot of people, yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of yeah. people said he, is, he writes, and if you read something that he's uh, screenplays, um, the way his descriptive nature at the start is not simply his dialogue and a little bit of, like, interior building, he, mm-hmm. he, he paints a picture when he's writing something, so when you're you're reading, it you're like, oh my god, this, he's a filmmaker at so heart. That will yeah, the actors breathe mechanics. The yeah, they can see what's happening. That's yeah. why you've got such good Edreira can see movies. something as well. Yep. Also, novelist and screenwriter, which is quite a yeah. rare thing because you don't yeah. normally see him do both. Yeah, you know, and we'll get I'm to doing some doing both as successfully as Yeah, that, yeah, um, yeah. So we'll get to someone later on who's maybe struggling that but also even guys like Stephen King Stephen King didn't do a good screenplay in his life really nah he doesn't he does not novels that's why he's happy to give the away. Edits, like, his and there's nothing wrong with Michael, Michael Crichton as well great yeah. novelist but didn't do any great not screenplays, the screenplays. Yeah. Yeah. and there's nothing wrong with it it's, it's, a, yeah. di- it's a total different discipline so there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with not being able to do one or the other um, but yeah so I was sad one going because Princess Bride was a huge part of my childhood yeah. I absolutely yeah. loved yeah. Princess it's Bride just, it's like my favourite movie ever I would honestly say that it's just yeah. always my top movie always yeah. always always. I, guess I would say honestly that um, uh, British Cassidy is my favorite of, of, of all the films, yeah. Yeah. but again, that's down. To, it's got the, the trio of Has been played plus Red Redford and the, yeah, that yeah. that makes yeah. it work. Um, but no, you can, like his body of work is phenomenal. I kind of want to watch it again. Yeah. I know, but well, I've not had to watch it. in last weekend, I feel like you've watched something. So maybe have a wee, I'm off next week, so maybe have a little um, Goldman fest at some point. When I was packing some am moving house again, um, and I was packing my boxes, and, and I have. I've got two copies of Princess Bride at home. Is, one. No, is one, of no, no, no. one of them mine? No, no. Both of them are mine. One's an anniversary edition and the other's right. your standard edition as oh, well. Nice. But that's, you know, I'll always keep doing that. Smells my, you know, if I take stuff with me, you know, I'm quite happy to lose yeah. stuff behind. But my, my two Princess Brides go everywhere with me. I'm, I'm sure ones. I had it on VHS, I had it on DVD, and I think I've now got it on Blu ray. I think yeah. it's one of the films you will always replace, you need no matter it, what yeah. the medium. Yeah. It's one of those films as well when you say to someone that hasn't seen it, and it's always, like, right, you're, you've got that's, to rectify. Yeah, you know, yeah. it does like this it like becomes a mission right to make sure somebody watches you it you yeah. to watch this film oh, and if, yeah. if they don't get it you just uh, I, I can't have you in my life anymore I actually think i Constantly trying to convince Jill of of, of it being a, a great film, and she watching She, was, she goes, "Man, I'm going. This should be up your. It's a princess film. It should be talked up your alley." She's like, "Man, it's all right." And Stu was telling me as well. His, his his wife as well. He's like, "Sort of like, man, doesn't really get it." I'm going. I don't it, understand why um, he wouldn't yeah, get yeah. it. it what's not, not. to get. I it I don't think it's. A, it's not a boy film. Yeah. I know. It's a love story. Oh, it's, it's a love story. At heart, the greatest, heart, yeah. greatest love story ever told. is how it's bells. For goodness' sake. Um, so yeah. yeah. Anyway, R.I.P. William, William Goldman. R.I.P. Bill. Yeah. So we've got yourself first. What have you watched? Not, the cinema of interest of, um, not, of not at the cinema um, not of interest Not at the cinema Not at the cinema So Just Not last night But the night before um, That was almost a wee yeah, movie. Movie. Yeah, it's, a movie. Movie. it's not a little Almost this, but it's not um, I was flicking through Sky Because what I do Is I, I don't kind of plan I'll go home And I'll channel see stuff what, And I'll yeah, do it like, oh, See what the mind fancies Yeah and I'll watch that um, Unless something happens On the day where I feel I'm odd urge to watch something you get a wee seal like you've done with me with Butch and Sundance. Yes. I uh, uh-huh. was yeah. browsing um, and I stumbled across the Omen. The original Omen? The original okay. Omen, yeah. Is yeah. that one with Sam New? Uh, no. No, 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 yeah. that's Omen 3. That's the third one okay. where he goes to, he's grown up, he's a politician. The uh-huh. uh, second uh-huh. one's Military Academy, and the first one's in Ruby, Rotweiler. And um, jeez, I forgot how good that film <laughs> Who's was. Who's in the new one again? Gregory Peck's in the Yes, one. sorry. Um, yes. I can't remember the, 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 the wife's name. Patrick Troughton's in it. He plays the priest, um, Doctor uh-huh. Who, one of the original Doctor Who. Oh, was so it him? Yeah? in it as well. Uh, David Warner is in it as well. I remember David Warner in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the click click photographer. Lee, Lee Remick. Lee Remick. Yeah, yep. it was directed by. Oh, I can't remember who it was. Uh, I was. Richard Donner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking through Mr. Donner's. Like we always say, like you know, one of the best runs we've ever seen was John Carpenter for director. Donner had a good run as well. Donner's had a cracking run. and yeah. A few wobbles, but Donner's been a perfect. Prof- prof- you know what I mean? He kind of it, middle his career. was fucking shit. Hope. Donner had um, a run as well that was very. That was. Um, it was. Different genres as well. He yeah. wasn't sticking to one particular genre. Oh, yeah, he can you do it all. He yeah. did like the Omen, Superman, then done Superman two, but didn't get the credit for it, obviously. Mm. Um, Inside Moves, The Toy, The Goonies, yeah. and then like Lady. You like? I know for a fact you love Lady oh, Hawk. Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> and then lethal Weapon Scrooge yeah. Weapon Two. Yeah, know? it's a good run as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man, yeah. yeah. it's a biography and a half right there. Um, and Maverick. But, yeah, back back to Omen though, um, and it's just it just kind of it's it's not outright horror. Um, you know, it's got gold and no, stuff, it, but it's not, you know, but it, it's just creepy, you know, it is, mm. it's just, it's just a, a horrible wee boy, and, but he's not, do you know what I mean, and, and fucking, do you know what I mean, the, the, the kind of doting parents, and then, you know, you just see all the into madness. And but that's and, that thing, like, could you see evil in your own child? And you probably could. not oh, yeah. yeah, I've got three evil children. Got <laughs> children. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, was, yeah, I heard that when they were born, yeah. that music was playing, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but would I like? Would you notice? Know, someone says your kids evil, you go, "No, it's my child." Of course not. But and that gets to the bottom of, like something like the Babadook when yeah. the pain doesn't see it, say, or even that one, the more realistic version of them. Um, when you talk about Kevin. Yeah, like, do you see the evil in your own children? Why and you think, why would my? Ch- I'm not evil. Why would my child be evil? I think, I, I think, you know have kind of seen forums and stuff about stuff that's broken. I think, yeah, you cannot like your kids, but. And you not know, love your kids exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. Thing, you know, oh. like Your kid might be the worst person in the world, and you'll know that, but you know, He's still yours. you love your kids, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Um, you know, and it, it's, uh, but yeah, it was, it's just a really good old film, yeah. and you know, it's it aged well. I mean, you can tell it's you know, when it was made, it's and dated, stuff like to that, extent, but, but, yeah, but you know, it, it doesn't detract from it, and it just, just kind of adds to the, the kind of sense of darkness about it. So, I really, really, fucking it enjoyed that. made in well. '76, yeah. I mean I was born by it. Um, I could have been four I was though. probably about the same age as Dave. Just saying. Oh. The same. Just saying. Um, the Omen. The Omen. Good watch. Good. I would I would go to it. What I'm gonna do now is because I watched the Omen. Omen two. Omen two and then Omen Three. I remember liking Omen Three more. Than oh. Omen Two. Omen Two I like more because I think I was a kinda of teenager right, and okay. I was into horror at that point, so for me that was a big watch. Right, Whereas okay. the third one I think it was probably didn't do as well but, either yeah. in the box office and stuff like that as well I like Sam um, love Sam yeah. Um what's the one with the Pain Glass is that Payne Glass is the first one. First one yeah uh, second one is under it, Trapped Under Ice yes yeah. okay. and the Sam one I can't actually remember yeah, anything horrific from that but I think that was more about you know it's more suave because it was a politician so uh-huh. I think that was a bit more kind of adult you know yeah. and stuff like that um, but I'm going to revisit the other two now that I've seen that one nice one so well, that's we, that's what um, I did you ever watch the new woman? or the one that remade it did you? I'm sure I did not remake the one. I don't know I'm sure they remade the woman. I have a and see while you're doing that I'm going to move on to the, the other things that I've watched okay. um, I'm still tuning my way through Hill House I'm at episode 8 I'm about the same I believe as 2006 the remade with Lee Schreiber All oh, right, I might watch that then um, and Julia Stiles I could be right I mean, you had mate Schreiber but Julia yeah. Stiles as well it was alright so I might watch that yeah um, I, I, don't, I remember it not being very good to be honest but yeah. continue sorry so you were saying episode A the one with the, well it's spoiled the funeral one that's one I've just watched right that's the one I've just watched as Watch well. Yeah, so we're at the same place aren't yes we are oh, that's, yeah. that's so wow. I think two more to go two, two, of, one, two, one, two yeah, yeah. it's really sad that one I thought that I mean, was actually touched me man like it's probably like, Jesus that's you know when Luke uh, was doing his speech yeah yeah obviously it's quite touching fact, man. got well, story behind that? apparently the bit when the girl falls all the time she is married to the director the guy who created the guy who done Gerald's Game right. who is also shown on this mm-hmm. and apparently the night before the shot that scene she told him she was pregnant and that's and she's having her first kid huh? and then he, but they could tell him we on set because it's not like the deal that yeah. to tell to a certain yeah. point so he was like panicking every time she fell over because obviously you know being pregnant and what anything to happen to the baby, yeah. so he's like having a freak out, but couldn't show that he'd be freaking hell out. Oh, wow, man! Yeah, and it's that's what he's done. It's like it looks like one long take, but it's not, it, it's not, exactly it's six, I think it's six takes. Um, Which is still impressive in itself, that kind of length of film. I've been watching it a lot with, with Lorraine. Um, does she like it? She, she really does like it. Yeah, we're both really enjoying it, but she keeps seeing stuff in it, She'll things be. in the corner and things we'll, in the we'll shadow. Person in the doorway, and like, yeah. I've never seen it. And she'll rewind it, and I'll be like a shadow, and it's like, mm. is it? And then yeah. we we'll watch it. Like, like, Person at the window, and I'll be, yeah. I'll be like, what wee you talking? And she'll rewind it, and I'll be like, mm, is uh, that that something. That. And she keeps spotting stuff all the time. Yeah. Like, how, I mean, I, I, I don't know. do I just look at one part of the screen and not. Yeah, I have, don't know. Have, have I you got found got, it scary yet? No, but disconcerting maybe <laughs> at times. At times unsettling, but the, the, the bit with the hand was sort of. I I've the, got a thing about hands. Sort of when he put his hand in the fan. Mm-hmm. I, kind I didn't of like that, bit. I, I didn't like. I didn't like the guys who could float. I really liked that concept, that is float is walking, so like that concert. the concert it could float with a walking stick. That creeped out a little bit, and they the creeped out the same way. The guys, have you ever seen that Buffy episode, Hush? The one where yes, like, yeah. the same way that kind of just, they're just malevolent. Ah, they don't mm. look evil. And they, just look, they just look creepy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. bit, and also the, the hanging episode, sort of the, the finale that of that, that was quite horrible. Movie, it was me, yeah. It's more sad. It's more just kind of. Ah, it kinda of seeps into you. Yeah. yeah. You know, nothing and it makes you jump, but it just seeps in and you know, you yeah. kind of, it kicks about for yeah. maybe half an hour till it finishes um, and then you go to bed, you wake up and You're still you thinking about it. Yet. And I think it's a good point of the show. like when I've watched every episode I haven't loved every episode. I've enjoyed every episode but then I do spend myself whole a lot of time thinking about it afterwards. Yeah. So I think it has got yeah. into your skin, which is exactly what it's designed. Yeah, it. it's not one of those ones watching, you watch and go, instantly what I love it." It's not it's not, it's not it's not like the first season of Stranger things, where I was like obsessed by it. But this, it has. It's definitely gotten. Yeah. It definitely got yeah. me. What I hope they don't do is make more and more and more, and just it becomes this yeah. fucking lost, almost like that kind of idea here. series. I hope they just you know it because if they just leave it, is it they've done it. Mm. It's fucking really good. I think they have it's got a second season. Have got sex season, yeah. I think, but what I'm hoping to do more is do more anthology, do something more like along the lines of American Horror Story, story where each one's kind of separate in its own entity, and they can sort of just take the ideas and the sort of the, the, the feeling of it and make that into something that would be. be I think that'd be better. I, yeah, I, I enjoy um, that more. Also, it's got Timothy Hutton in it. I'm I like a him huge well, yeah. fan of He's a good actor, man. If he like, yeah. good as a dad, then he's proper and so yeah. he's he's kinda of got this nerve. And Henry Thomas as well. He's like Everyone good loves him. Elliot. Everyone loves, Everyone Elliot. loves fucking Elliot. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching that and uh, I'm still chewing my way through Nurse Jackie. I'm right. to almost finished season five, so I've only got two seasons to go, but dilemma is it's on now TV Okay um, and it's only available until the 31st of December so I've got from now to end to watch to, to watch it? That seems very doable it was 20 episodes That's doable Dude, I do things that's still I know you do Yeah, me? so that's, that's mean To me that's time. a weekend <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm still, I'm still loving it. I'm really, really. At least, it. You, at least when you watch the thirty-four, don't be like Barry watching the office. He doesn't know when to cut it off and just cut it off. Yeah. Uh, no, I know I've got my deadline for it, so I know we need, to, I need yeah. to plan Do one a night between now and December, you will find Well, I, need, I can't because it's, it's, and I mean, Lorraine, Watch together. Okay, so do one a night 3 or 4? Yeah. yeah, that's what we to do we'll binge watch yeah. maybe four and then we'll stop and then the next day we'll do Fair the same. Fair enough. We'll so, get through it. Still, still really enjoying it and I still say, sir, you need to watch it. I will. No, it's like I will definitely get added to my list because I've got a lot of a lot of stuff on my list just now but yeah it has been on my list for a long time just I'm going to have to try and um, at some point that's, get to it that's my TV there's one other thing that we both watched together which we'll is the Netflix thing. so we'll get to that yeah we'll get to that in a minute okay um, things I've watched at home that a little bit off the track one was called The Piper which is a South Korean horror movie it's sort of it's, a, it's their take on the Pie Piper of Hamlin Hamlin yeah. um, decent it's creepy Koreans do creepy really well they do creepy and they, and I like the idea they have their little twist on it you know. so they they have it set in a world where it's set post-World War 2 and it's in a town the town doesn't know World War 2 has ended right okay so they do basically the town, people are, the town elders are using that as a way to keep the people down and essentially there's a the rat problem the same there is as, as in the, the fairy tale and they bring this guy into doing when he it. they obviously don't pay I and mean, then things kick off from, goes goes yeah. off from there but no it was, it was creepy it was it, it's a of on your skin um, maybe a tad too long it's touching two hours um, right. so it felt a wee bit too long but I just as a piece of South Korean horror and a, um, it's worth watching because they do like I said do really interesting horror I mean the most recent one has been obviously Train to Busan um, the Snowpiercer are South Korean as well Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Um, also, was, the host. The director was, it? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, host, the host, host as well. Yeah. Um, so they have this sort of nice vein where they take like, like Americanized horror ideas, but just sort of just... Did they just do creepy, really. Yeah, the, yeah. It's, 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 it's just un- unnerving uh-huh. the shit they do. They've always got like... they even Japanese horrors. It's like things like The Ring and stuff like that as well. They just give you these iconic fucking horrible images. Yeah. that They just burn themselves into your brain and you can't cannae... I think I prefer Korean over Japanese for the recently. I, I don't think they're that. I don't mm. think they're that dissimilar for me. Oh, I, on, yeah. I, I'm probably offending a whole fucking race. Yeah, so yeah. I, I <laughs> apologise. But um, I, I don't think they're that dissimilar. It's, like, it's a bit like American and yeah. fucking British movies. You Possibly, I mean, it's yeah. like an action movies still. There is that. still. So there's I mean, there's, a, yeah, there's a certain format There's a the language to it, yeah. To yeah, yeah. So I don't think they're that dissimilar. But... Um, yeah, they've definitely got heads around creepy. Yeah, I found it on film four, so it might people have a look for it, it might yeah. around there. Um, yeah, it's called The Piper, South Korean horror film. I it was out in 2015. Um, does, does it have a man with a pipe? Yes. Does it? Does it yes. does, does he play it in a jaunty manner? Yes, it does. Does it? Yeah, what? as you expect. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's just one of those ones you watch it and it just it gets, it and needles away at you, yeah. it makes you feel a wee bit unsettled. It keeps you out, but it's kind of, you yeah, turn yeah. the light out and think, no. Oh. Uh, there isn't, there's no big scare. There's no one in the, the big jump scare. There's nothing really in that in it, which I'm quite, I quite, quite. I'm not. Yeah, I think more and more horror fans are going to go for that going nowadays. Up, yeah. so people um, are going fucking jump scares now. So it, it, just, it just needles away at you. Needles away at you Did you watch it as well? No, just okay. myself. Yeah, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, another thing I've watched at home is one that's on Amazon right now, and it's the new Gus Van Sant film, yeah, okay. um, starring and Phoenix, and it's called Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far On Foot. Okay. And it's about a guy who's, who's an alcoholic... Um, and he is in a car crash, and he's paralysed from basically the waist. I think it's like kind of a the chest area down. He can still move his arms to some degree. He can just him to a wheelchair. Um, he's also an alcoholic as well, and the, the, the accident doesn't help him with his alcoholism. Yeah. And it's basically just him sort of trying to just like, you know sort of like come to terms with what's happened to himself. You know, that, that, um, you know, that, you know who's to blame, to blame for it? Why is he to blame for it? Why is who else is to blame for it? You know and just sort of try to find his place in the world yeah. um, sometimes through cartoons sometimes through people in his life and, and through the sort of essentially the, the structure of the film is sort of through the, the AA I want to say 12 steps the 12 steps AA 12 I guess, yeah. yeah so it's kind of through that idea like him getting to reaching these certain points in his sort of recovery um, it's a really interesting film because you have confidence in it you've also got Rooney Mara she plays in kind a of love interest yeah been in a few things, things together, together. now um, yeah. we've also got I can't remember his name now. He is in um, super bad, chubby Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, but not chubby. In this He's looking quite quite swath. Jonah Hill up and down, isn't he? He is. Look, I mean, let's, this, let's not turn into fucking weight watchers. Yeah, no, but no, no. No, he looks. He's like he's <laughs> lost. He's trimming this, and he's got like a big. He's got kind of like a almost. Um, Thor-like hair and sort of a, a kind of beard and stuff Like set in the 70s so you've got kind of yeah. kind of a guru look about him you know so, and like, like, he can I, act you know how well? oh definitely he, he can he's not just a you know, funny guy he's, he, he's a good actor he can yeah. do serious and when he does he's if you watch Wall Street if you even watch that one um, is it War or war war pigs and war dogs. dogs. War um, dogs. Yeah, and the other one with a newspaper story. with him and Franco, remember? Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. Again, he was good. and he can, really. he can He's act. Got yeah. Drugs, yeah, yeah. He just, he needs to be harnessed into. It. He can just obviously, I think, almost a comedy. Something you go back to the well and do the comedy yeah. if need be. Like okay, I can knock this out. With my eyes shot essentially. Yeah. Um, but no, to really as you imagine, Gus Van Sant. It's quite, it's quite personal. It's quite intimate. It's, it's slow to an extent, and it doesn't take. It doesn't rush you through. And it ultimately leaves you sort of in a place where you're not really totally confirmed of what's happened to them. You know, you're, you're left, you've seen, seen a slice of this man's life over the course, of I think maybe three or four years of seeing something develop, and right. just, you're just watching this guy sort of come to terms with what's happened to him. But really interesting, it's maybe a role maybe years ago when maybe been played by, I'm going to say, he used to be quite close to Casey Affleck and um,
1: yeah.
0: Matt Damon. It could have been maybe them two in it at some point maybe in the past. But this one, obviously, Weak Phoenix is now, so maybe have a little muse for him as well. Phoenix is yeah. good as he's always quite mesmerising, yeah. isn't he? He kind of plays angst really well. Very much so. It's and it's, it's odd that this film just sort of arrived on Amazon without much fanfare. I think a Gus Van Sant film is something that would normally be sort of would be more heralded, you know. And yeah, but not just a wee amongst, Maybe not to the wider world, but amongst film fans, you know, mm-hmm. a new Gus Van Sant film is something that would be would be looked at with mm-hmm. interest. But yeah, just sort of, I just put it on randomly. I did not even know it was Gus Van Sant until... Yeah until tell us I'm like. Oh, shit. Cool. One of other film I think you want to talk about is one you saw last night that we've talked about last week or two weeks ago. You, you and Barry spoke about it. Uh, it? Is Widows? Yes. We liked it. Did you like it? No, it was fucking awful. Seriously? It was an absolute dire piece of trite fucking Ooh. piss poor week cinema. And Steve McQueen should be fucking ashamed of himself. Seriously? I was so, so looking forward to this film. Mm. Um, really, the, the trailers, I was like, wow, this looks good. Read the reviews, I was like, wow, this is good. Mm. Everybody's getting it. This is great. What a fucking You outlet. think expectations were too high? It is no it was, it was just shy. It was, a, it was, a, what was wrong with a, it? A, it's lazy writing. The it's fucking, not lazy writing. The script was terrible. No, it's not. The script was awful. It's um, a it's a well structured no, cultured oh, script. no. Everything was so fucking signposted, like, there was there was not one Twist that you didn't see coming ten minutes before that twist happened. I'll give you the major twist in it. I give you. I, I did see that coming. That not, was laughable. Not how he pulled it off. When you opened that cupboard, I was. I just still laughing. I didn't. I didn't really buy into that part. But the rest, of it I thought, was, it was no, really I've, tightly I've constructed and really it was well done. Horrible. They, they, and do you know what really made me sad? Oh, that this. I was, I'm proper confused about this because mm. like, I don't understand these internal feelings that I've got. Um, when you're attracted to Devout, Robert DeVal, right? Uh. Is Fucking wow! I mean, the oh. D- Val, like De, rules like the jewel yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Deval just fucking knocks it apart every time. Yeah. Deval was just a shouty guy. He did go, but you know he was a lot of the it. Yeah. It's almost like somebody in acting class. You know, it was like Tommy Bazoo fucking an acting class almost. It was terrible. I'm, I'm not going to say terrible, but I, I get I get what you're saying with that. It is, I, I it does kind of. It, it did come across a little bit Pacino esque. So, you know, Pacino has been kind of shouty Pacino yeah, these days. It's just like Robert Bell, what are you doing? Um, yeah. And, and Liam, I, I still enjoyed his, I enjoyed the way he played it. No. And, and fucking Liam Neeson going full man again. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like that? he looked looked very gaunt in this one he looked old he looked old I just thought it was terrible I thought it was I I thought the dialogue was was so ham-fisted and forced and just the the, the plot was just terrible I don't know it's like it it was based on the ITV show TV show, Blind of the Plan, Bits and Bobs, over, know, yeah. which was remade in the 90s which was made into another film, which was made into this. Right. And obviously, at some point in his life, Steve McQueen sat with his mum and watched this or his dad, whatever, and thought, I like that, funny well, The whole political it, thing wasn't in there, you know. No, no. Um, the original was just basically the idea of the, these wives having the, yeah, the plot yeah, of the, the, door of the Bank. J- 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 I mean, Steve McQueen's got talent. The, the man can make a fucking film. I agree, right? I agree. Made, I think he made a good film in this respect. Terrible, I I was really sad. Well, Seriously? I, I was, yeah, I was upset when I could. What did think of it? Him. She she enjoyed it more than me. Right. Um, I think she was a bit. She she kind of more noticed things like you know the piss poor character development and why should I give a fuck about it? There's no redeemable characters in that whole fucking movie. No, I agree. I they mean, it doesn't have to be one in the whole movie. That's the point. It'd be nice if it was. Um, um, no, I don't think you need to have one and and. I, I don't think you need to have that, but I get what you're saying, you want one, but no, I think th- no one gets what they want, essentially, they sort of... It's, it's just shit. Um, the most interesting character in it was um, the politician's raw. Yes. And the creepiest bit in it was with the rappers when he said rap and he's in his face. Yeah, uh, And what? They just killed him. What the shit you go. Yeah. Was, I would give you... that. Yeah, his... Yeah. The ending, I liked it because I thought it felt more real than it sort of didn't go Hollywood, which I thought oh, I was actually quite enjoying. But the fact that it was very non hollywood it was sort of felt like it felt more real, worldy. Yeah. But yeah, if you're if you maybe expect more of a sort of traditional thriller, heist movie, maybe it didn't quite fill that. Just wanted further. something a fucking semi could hear the plot, decent acting and the fucking good delivery. All okay, the plot was there. The acting's on point. No, so no, I didn't like it at all. If I was to rate it, which I'm gonna. I would give it a three out of ten you're a very odd man you know that I, I like what I like so Yeah, you, you like what you like Yeah, um, <laughs> me, and, me and Barry both really enjoyed it well he's an idiot yeah. both of um, us anyway we have going to go and <laughs> we've seen this out this week um, and the first one is a Netflix original mm. um, called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs Scruggs or Scro- it's Scruggs, isn't Scruggs it's Scruggs S-C-R-U-G-G-S of Scruggs written by The Cone Brothers which I'm not even going to bother trying to list their films because let's be honest well no the Cone Brothers, they're good. She's only the Cone Brothers, Why are you a a quite quite listening to this? Yeah, why? yeah. Um, and they've been known to make a like, they've been known to make a not a bad film in the past. Yeah, they're, they're pretty decent. Yeah, um, the plot of this film things like six sort of like short vignettes. Sort yeah, of, sort of six, kind of ten to twenty minutes each one. one yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, of. Of six sort of Western stories yeah. covering different aspects of Western life, some funny, some not so funny. Yeah. Um, in it, you've got a uh, pretty much, uh, I mean, to say all, all star, yeah. um, Tim Blake Nelson plays the title character, yeah. he played Buster Scruggs. Um, you've got Stephen Root, yeah. uh, James Franco, James Franco um, Clancy Brown, Mr. Neeson. Yeah, Neeson as well. Tom Waits, you know, Tom, Tom Waits, Waits, yeah. Waits. Yeah, Tom Waits was in there as well. Um, Zoe Kazan was in it as yeah. well. Um, Brendan Gleeson was in it as well. Jane Ells was in it. Who? The boy for Harry Potter. See the, uh, no, the other one, the, the, his cousin, Dudley? Ah, oh, yes, he was, yes. He was in it as well. He was in it as well, yeah, yeah. Dudley. Um, the Dudley? Dursley? Dursley, D- Dursley, yeah, Dursley, yeah, that's his name, yeah. a um, Harry Potter fan. Uh, <laughs> he's going to go educate yourself. <laughs> and watch a real fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's on Netflix, so it was in Everyone's Home. I think it's has got a wee bit of a cinema release as well, but it's a wee, just a little one. Um, it's mainly on Netflix. Um, what do you think of it? I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure what to go in. Um, expecting, um, and I, the, the way they kind of do it, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or if I've missed something here, but each one, it's not judgy, it's not preachy, it's not moral. No. it's basically a slice of like you know, this is pretty much how shit would have been back then. That that's it. it Essentially, it, it, yeah. It doesn't give you you know there, there's no right. There's reason, very there's little no, moral story ah, it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. This, this person woke up and there was a day, and it's like uh-huh. fuck, that's horrible because you know it, 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 yeah, it's yeah. A fucking hard times to live. I mean we were over here in Britain living in tenement houses and stuff like that and over there it was, you know, horses, deserts, guns and fucking lawlessness. Yeah, yeah. just, you know, just there you go. That's, and you do feel like, fuck, that would have been, you know, a harsh, harsh time to have been alive. You know, yeah. you know a horrible place to have lived and that's, you know, all you got from it. And and nothing, say it doesn't try and force anything on you. There, there isn't much morality to it. Which again. is really, really good, and yeah. I liked it for that thought. So let me give you a let Okay, this, let's, like, let's go with the, the story. Right, so, you right get... so the first story was Buster Scruggs. Yes, what do you think of that one? That was really good. That was really funny. Um, it was funny, it was charming, but it was also quite you kind know, of shocking as well, you know, uh-huh. like the violence. You know, it's, just it's, like, I guess oh, it's funny that the violence comes from nowhere. A bit, of the ta- a bit of the table. I was like oh, shit it was, was horrible, <laughs> yeah. um, and, and at the end as well, you know, what I mean, you're like, oh fuck, and you know, it's like, and again, it doesn't do it to, to shock it does it? You know, because yeah. that, that well, you know, that, yeah. so fucking life back then. I like, I like the musical number in that the one musical. It's level. good, very <laughs> really charming as well, because yeah. you don't know where it's going, and you're yeah. like, you get a bit confused for five minutes. You're like, I, I don't. Understand, <laughs> <laughs> and then you kind of b- b- because that sets you up so well because it is funny and it's got a sort of few songs in it that are you know kind of jingly. And then the next one is it's a li- it's, uh, Jane totally f- different the Gene Franco, Franco one, um, which again is, is you know it's not preachy, it's not moralistic, it's just like you know this guy done this and he got his just rewards at the end of it, and you're like, really? Yeah, with did you the Gene Franco one? That was probably my least favourite oh. of all. Apart from the fact, I did love um, Stephen Root as uh, the bank teller. The bank teller that, I thought the was Root. <laughs> G- Charles, <Murray> was <laughs> genius. <right. laughs> was really funny. Fucking genius. That one's I called mean, near um, near Alagondas. Yeah, 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 that's that um, one. The the, the raids where the uh, the natives was horrible. Yeah, it was really brutal. brutal. Yeah, ah, that that's what's good about it is it. You know, I mean, it, it kind of goes from quietly hearty and it just hits you with some nasty shit, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I mean? and it just puts you back into these nice sweet moments again, yeah. and you're like, "What are you just doing?" It's just such a bizarre, you're yeah, very combralsy. Yeah. Um, the, sec, the third film on the third vignette is I think the toughest one to watch is the meal ticket one. That was yeah, that was because you don't really know where that's going at all yeah. and, until that that last five minutes. And you just it's not the last five; it's the last three shots of the you, film. You're like, so your heart, oh, you just feel your heart kind of sinking a wee yeah. bit, and you know you just lose a wee bit of your humanity. Like you He that. does horrible but again it's like you know that's what you had I suppose that's you know that's house shit with have again again like, yeah, yeah um, like, you do get Liam Neeson singing The Sash as well What? yeah because at first I was like, listening I was like I know that song yeah. and, and then I was like fuck yeah. <laughs> oh I know that song for a reason <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, okay. <laughs> it was a moment going like people in West like Scotland will go holy shit it's like ah, for all the wrong reasons yeah of yeah like, West Scotland and I get that song everyone um, else is. that that was the one with the kid for Harry Potter who actually to, to, to tell credit, I didn't know who he was until IMD. He I I assumed it was a a, a guy who actually had lost his no, limbs No, no, no. It, it, was still, wasn't, it, it wasn't. That was the boy for Harry Potter. But, that was yeah. doing the, the, the model Yeah, he was really like, good. Fuck me. Yeah. This one looked up and I was like, oh, that's what that is. And yeah. I was like, fucking shocker. Yeah, that, that was sad. Man. Probably the toughest it, one to watch, it, I think. It was really, really sad. Um, yeah. Story four is the Old Gold Canyon. Which I really enjoyed. That I think that may have been my favourite one. Maybe I was surprised how much I liked Tom Waits in it. I thought it he was, was really grizzled and just an old bastard. Yeah, but again, he's just this old man. Oh, how, the cinematography in that one, stunning. My God, it looked like f- a Sergio Leone film. You felt like a John Ford film. Yeah, you could almost smell the metal. Yeah, um, absolutely. It was beautiful, wasn't it? If you that opening shop shop, you see all the animals disappear. Because mm-hmm. like man into this, yeah, that yeah. was perfect. I, and again, you know, there was no one good in it and no one bad, it was just people trying to survive fight, and live, you know, yeah. get by in harsh times, um, that, that was a lovely one. I think the next one... The Gal Who Got Rattled. Was probably my favourite. Yeah. That the favourite one of all of them, yeah. I think so, because I didn't know where it was going at all, Fair and it point, ended yeah. up kind of going nowhere. But yeah, to degree, yeah, I, it yeah but, you, but you enjoy it going nowhere. Exactly, oh. you know, it just finishes and you're like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know I, mean? I think I think every story they had, you want to know what happened next, or yeah. what happened before. He, like, you want to know what brought the goal, the goal prospector to where he is. Yeah. You want to know the backstory of why Buster Scruggs is a legend, but no one likes it Oh, yeah, um, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You want to know how did Liam Neeson and the kid come together, and what did Liam Neeson do after? Did get, you what did you get? Did you get from it that Liam Neeson was the kid's dad, or? No, I get scary. it. Some people got it. I didn't get it. That I didn't get it. I just thought he's picked this kid up somewhere and he knows that he can do yeah. this and he use and he'll use the kid for as long as he can until he think a better option. Yeah, because you never really felt I think once or twice you almost felt glimmers of, of genuine affection. Oh, uh-huh. but then I seen later. Like, no, not at all. Not, And that was really, really well done as well. But sorry, back to the one we were talking about there. Um, yeah, that that was a really, really well wrought, just perfect fucking tale. Yeah. Let's say, the the payoff. You know. You get to it and you're. Really, there wasn't really a payoff. It like is a gut punch payoff, though, at the end of it. I, I know, but you kind of almost. You're like, oh, well, okay. Do you know what yeah, I mean? No, yeah, you, you accept, you accept like it. You accept it. It makes entirely complete sense throughout yeah. it, and every story in itself is contained enough to make yeah. sense. Um, but yeah. it was just like, oh, that's a bastard of an ending. Yeah. yeah. But that was my favourite. Last one, The Mortal Remains, which was my least favourite. The stage four Yeah, I just thought. It was really monologue-y, and I was like, yeah, I didn't really get. I maybe I missed the point of it. I didn't understand that one. Yeah, yeah. What was your take on that story? Explain it to me, because I, I think I missed. I don't know if I missed the point or if it wasn't. But I'm not sure what it was. Um, again, I don't think it has a real point to it, much like the rest of them. Um, I just got it as sort of one of those things. Yeah. One of those things that people meeting. It's like sort of the same people meeting on a train. Yeah. Um, I didn't really get much from it other than the fact that they are, they are the bounty hunters and, yeah. and, and people just telling stories on a train, yeah. on a, on a stagecoach. Um, and it had Lacey in it as well. Yes. I know that's Time Daily. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'll not give you a real name. Um, but it was really nice to see her on screen. Do you know what? She, she's, she can act as well. Um, when Brendan Gleason was singing, that was sad. That kind of stopped. No you you just kind of paid attention just when he was singing. Yeah. But I didn't, I just didn't, I don't know, I didn't understand what was. I point of d- it I didn't get why, why is this I know I've kind of seen the rest of it it's kind of almost like that but yeah. the rest of it you can see a narrative uh-huh. but with that one I was like I don't understand this at all so know. what remains your least favourite yeah and you think you're going to go with The Girl you Get Rattled as your favourite it's my favourite one yeah I think so I think I would go with probably the one I thought was the best one was Meal Ticket but I probably would watch that one I would be wanting to watch The Battle of Frogs again and again and again yeah um, and Probably my least favourite, I would say, probably the near Alec Don the one with um, Franco and Root. I quite I enjoyed that one. I, st- I, st- I found it a bit brief and a bit. Yeah. I mean, it's not good. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, if we're going to pick, if we're going to rank them in any order, I put that, that one. More. one. Um, what I found with the last one as well was um, everyone because it's so quick. I mean, you watch yeah. one and you have no time to dwell on it's on, but yeah. that last one kind of I, I felt that laboured. It slowed a down bit. a lot, yeah. 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 Um, the other ones were just the transition. Like you just like right next, next, and that was yeah. really clever. They might have done that because you just move on and on and just go you hold yeah. Well done, comrades. It does feel the like are at their most coniest. Some of it did, yeah. 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 Um, and a wee bit, I did feel a bit like it did feel like Hail Caesar, which I loved Hail Caesar. Yes, but it, yeah, it, I got through the opening scenes. I'm yeah, like, oh, it felt like it was them sort of doing what they know how to do. There wasn't really. didn't feel like they're stretching. Any sense, you know, it wasn't like they're doing something new in a real stranger. Which again, they don't, always, they don't always have to do something completely new and different. Yeah. And, but there's nothing to prove. There's nothing, they have nothing yes, to prove whatsoever. Exactly, they have, they have yeah. more than yeah. proved everything. They're yeah. geniuses of film, probably the greatest American filmmaker of the last twenty years in terms of like pure output and just continuous output as well. Because yeah. they were around for the same time as Tarantino, or maybe a bit, maybe a bit before Tarantino. But yeah. their volume of work is double what Tarantino put, yeah, put out I'm, in that I'm same I'm time. Consistently, consistent consistently as well, excellent yeah, as well, yeah. yeah. So yeah. um I thought the visuals again absolutely stunning. I thought they were brilliant. Who done, done the cinematography do you It wasn't the usual man, it wasn't Deacons, it was a different guy the guy it's a guy who shot Hill Caesar, I'm sure. If you give me one second I'll get his name for you. But um, yeah, the cinematography was just I mean, even, even when you're kind of, even at the kind of bleakest parts of it, do you know what I mean, uh, and I'm kind of mayhem and death and killings and all that, the backgrounds were so beautiful for uh-huh. it, like, you if you want to die, yeah, I want to die with that fucking sunset behind me, yes, do you know what I mean, like, that's, yeah. that, that's yeah. the kind of stuff you get from it. It's um, a guy called Bruno Del It's good. Yeah, it's very it's French. good. Yeah, very yeah. good, at what yeah. he does. Um, mm. He worked with Tim Burton, Cone Brothers, Joe Wright, he, got an Academy Award for a French film, um, but he shot um, Inside Louie and Davis and he shot Darkest Hour recently, and he shot Harry Potter and Half-Blood Prince, so he's, he's got, he, he knows how he, you know what he's doing my camera. Yeah, give him a camera, and he'll, he knows, he an know, he a already yeah. <laughs> um, Like I said, it does feel a little bit like it's coasting a little bit in, t- in terms of Combrows, but that is still better than 99.9% of what anyone else can ever do. Plus, I, t- I mean, I, I guess with being Netflix, they've been on limited budgets and, possibly maybe, maybe tighter reins yeah well, possibly yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who was your MVP in it who was your favourite in the whole thing Um favourite actor in it yeah who, 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 who was the performance you think stood out, out of all of them actually none stood out more than others I enjoyed them all Tim Blake. There, was, there wasn't anything that, that, that you know jumped out of me I enjoyed all the performances Tim Blake Nelson for me. I, 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 that was the one that felt like it, it felt like that was a real performance. Yeah, you felt yeah. like you went for it. I um, enjoyed the boy, that the Harry Potter boy doing yeah. the speeches, because every time we kind of done those speeches, although it was... The same thing. You, you were interested and you yeah. listened. No, I agree, really, And his delivery was... had yeah, gravitas about Yeah. Was, um, was out of ten? Out of ten, I would give it a solid eight and a half, nine out of ten. Easily. I'm going to give it eight. Yeah, yeah eight yeah. to ten. Yeah. 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 So, definitely yeah. up there with like, yep. uh, excellent Combros. Not up there with the top Coan Brothers stuff, but definitely alongside something a lot maybe like um, Blood Simple or Heal Caesar yeah yeah, I'd love like to see it in the cinema they nice to yes. have seen it in the cinema I think, yeah, limited over, release yeah. yeah yeah. which is a shame, shame a good one to see in the cinema yeah. so very enjoyable very yeah. enjoyable film well, and enjoy also it. it's a Comrade film they just put straight in your fucking house Yeah, I mean yeah. that's incredible and do you know what Did last week I was talking to you and I kind of put on the, the wee connect chat we have online about Netflix being shit uh-huh. movies the originals Stay in the right direction for them two in the birds Outlaw King and then this one mm, not if I King no it was fucking awful oh. um, it was a terrible film so it was um, Chris Pine really was a shit actor in it Chris Pine was good in it I'm oh. not going no, to get no, to it not. but no um, that, that, so, do you know what um, so far they've disappointed and. Um, Maybe this is a path of, of redemption. You also, if you put the, if you get the cobras to do a film, you're gonna get something good. You know. Regardless right. of budget and constraints, yeah they'll <sighs> give you, they'll give give you something some, above and beyond. Um but now move on to all of the films where you've not seen them and I've you seen you them. Have, I yes. have seen them. So first one up is The Girl in the Spiders Web. What was it? Oh, what's that? <laughs> okay. So the first one I saw was The Girl in the Spiders Web, which is directed by Freddy Alvarez, you know who he is? I'm gonna take his Spanish. I think he the Mexican actually. Is it damn. He did the Evil Dead reboot Oh, Alright, yeah, cool, yeah. I know who you mean. Yeah, um, I also I that also in a film this year, uh, last year called Don't Breathe. Mm-hmm. Which is good, That's I like that film, yeah, yeah. Enjoyed that as well. Um, so the plot of this film essentially it is about it's a set, it's a sequel to the girl with the dragon tattoo. tattoo yeah. yeah. Um, it's not based in a book from what I can garner, it's just sort of based in that world. Okay. okay. Um, and it follows Lis- Lisbeth Salander. Played by Claire Foy, as she is enlisted by who enlists? It's the guy from extras, Stephen Merchant. Cool, enlists her to regain a file from the NSA that he comp- he made that can basically launch all the missiles at the same time and control all the armament. Dastardly. Das- yeah. Yeah. So he wants it back because the government can use it in a bad way. So he wants it back. She gets it back, and then and then obviously everyone wants it, and then. The web this movie to, sounds like the plot's bigger than it really should be yeah. for the, 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 the source material. Yes, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, and then obviously the web of people who want to get it and are trying to get this offer starts to grow and there's a bit of the young boy and a bit Mercury Rising. Have you ever seen that from? Yes. Yeah, that kind of, that kind of thing. Um, so think you've got Claire Foy playing Lisbeth Salander. You've got Svenner Goodnassen playing, um is it Mikel? Michael? Michael I'm going to say Michael Blomfuss. Or something like yeah, that's the name of the reporter. Yeah, we're yeah. fucking terrible sweets. We yeah, are terrible um, sweets. He was um, Bjorn Borg in Bjorn Mann. I've Mag- not seen that, yeah. Okay, I've he yeah. was in that. You've got Lakeith Stanfield, who is sort of an NSA operative. He was in short term 12. And you've also got a woman called Sylvia Fox. I think her name is. She plays the sister of Elizabeth and she sort of with a bit of her past. It's okay, a so. Weird. Who's Claire Foy? The Crown. That's my first question. The Crown. Who's Claire Foy is my second question. Um, no, I've noticed seen The Crown. She's in The First Man. Who's Claire Foy? Um, she's going. also in that one with Andrew Garfield Where he got Polio. Who's Claire Foy? Foy. Okay. <laughs> she, she had a big deal with this now. Oh, she's in that one, Unseen. Oh, right. I know who Claire Foy okay. is. Thank, Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I right, um, have a reference. Yeah, um, It's a very, very standard thriller. Yeah. Does not break any molds, does not do anything new, does not do anything really particularly interesting. Um, you can see pretty much everything coming from a long tundra-esque time yeah. away. Um, it plays very much like a book you a book you would read on holiday on the beach. Page turning enough. Every chapter's pretty short and you, you want to read the next chapter because of what happened at the end of the last chapter. Yeah but ultimately everything's kind of disposable and uh, this, you'll put it, when you finish it you go oh that was good mm, was, I can't remember much about it what I'm getting is echoes of the snowman better, yeah. I would say better than the snowman but kind of similar like, can kind I of take an oval kind of maybe, if I can I maybe fucking screw it up a bit fucked it up Yeah. Do you think fans will it up? I think fans will like maybe some elements of it mm-hmm. um, it moves at a decent enough pace the events all kind of just they happen to people they don't really they can't just get caught up in them no one really seems to be doing anything to make things happen It's something like, like oh my god this happened how do you know oh did this happened. Like, but that happened truly by happenstance Yeah. you know the, the entire conclusion of the film comes from a complete happenstance sequence of events you go there's no way that would if that did happen it's so completely random you yeah, know, right. it, it, seems, it seems almost like lazy writing in order to make that happen um, cast all okay Foy's probably the best of the because she is the, the only, I would say, genuine movie star in the, in the bunch. Um, but it feels very constrained by its budget. Like, you would believe there's only 10 people in the whole of Sweden watching this film. Because no, right. I bet they're on a bridge, and it's like, it, seems like, it seems like a major artery bridge, and there's only two cars on it, and it's the two cars we want in. And you go, like, surely there'll be more one yeah, b- b- to travel. <laughs> um, it sounds like unnecessary it is for we are describing it, it seems like you know, they didn't need to be made they It probably didn't and I think it's purely brand recognition You because know, yeah. it's, it's been marketed as the girl in the spider's Web in the Dragon Tattoo series or something so yeah, it's a really yeah. long weird title what so made the girl kind of weird uh, shit they're doing yeah, into and yeah, it do so so we need to fucking uh, know how she no, became who cares it's, like it's, it's, it's not, not Pico girl. it's a sequel yeah but it kind of better because it says there is yeah, there's a little the bit there's a Pico aspect to it but yeah. it's mainly a sequel Jill did you like it I liked it Jill liked it she liked it more than me but she probably didn't love it um, I would give it a very solid 6 out of 10. Yeah. it's... A, what is, it's there's worse ways you could have spent 90 minutes at the movie. Okay. Apparently it is based on a book. But, but you know, there's books, I think he died, um, no one knew who had to write, so I think somebody uh, was picked up and it was like non-family members that started writing stuff for right. him as well. So, so someone, write, write, yeah. someone writing as him, basically. Check me knowing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Um, yeah, six, 6 out of 10. Which, yeah... yeah. You you wouldn't be annoyed if you spent a ten on the cinema. I would be annoyed if you spent a ten. I I think Netflix. You'd demand a seven out of ten for a ten. Yes, (laughs) agreed. Yeah, no, generally yeah. Yeah, Um, Cinema is us. Netflix watch (laughs) ever saw one. Definitely Netflix watch. Um, Next film up is one that's been eagerly awaited by many. Um, it's called Fantastic Beasts, Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald, which is the sequel to Fantastic Beasts, and where, where to find them? Where, where to, find to find them? them. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one's directed by David Yates, who directed the first one of that yeah. group. Yeah. Also directed The Legend of Tarzan, which I liked. Which you like? You're I the mean, only person I'm who a liked that idiot, film. But I liked and it. also directed the last four Harry Potter films. So I think it's from the Goblet of Fire, the Order of the Phoenix. No. Um, Half Blood Prince. Half Blood Prince. Yeah, so the last four yeah the last, okay, four, last yeah. four so the Harry Potter world like him this essentially has well there's a fucking shit ton of plot in this um, unnecessary uh, plot yes to yes, yes. Um, you basically got Newt commander uh, has been banned from travelling is Redman still shit Redman is still in it is he um, still shit
1: we'll, we'll, we'll
0: get to the minute <laughs> get to the minute um, he is trying to get off out of Britain because he wants to go and look after find more beasts um, but also he needs to go to Paris in order to try and stop, um, who is it, Ezra Miller's character, the Obscura, from doing bad things, yeah. and also Johnny Depp's character, who play, I can't remember the name the character, to be honest, he's escaped from the prison. Grindelwald. He's Grindelwald, yeah. Yeah. Grindelwald, yeah. yeah. He's escaped from prison and I try to bring him in to justice. Um, on top of that you've also got Eddie uh, Redmayne trying to woo Catherine Watson, who now doesn't like him anymore. Um Ezra course, Miller's also uh, doing all things with Ezra Miller. You've got Dan Fogler who plays the, the, the Muggle, Comic Relief, yes. The Muggle, yeah. um, with his um Love Interest Queenie her name is yeah, I remember. It was played by I don't know who played with. Do you know who played with? Um is it no, in the first film was it not what's her face? Um back in Rachel Weiss, no? No no, no is not? Okay. Um, she's in it. Our sh- movie's better. Yeah. Um Okay. Um so they're in as well and they're trying to basically escape America because in America they are very sort of backwards of laws where you can't marry uh, species you know, a, a muggle can't marry a, a wizard. Okay, right. So they want to go to Britain where that's allowed. No mud bloods. Yes. No mud bloods allowed. Yes. Um so like I said, I've not even got to the point where i am not even I've not even got to the point where the fact that Dumbledore is back in this film. This is your opening credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um played by Jude Law, he played yes. the young Dumbledore. Um, so it seems he's like a lot of casting to me. I like Jude Law. Lo- I, like I, li- I do like Jude Law, Lo- yeah. but that seems a lot of casting it a considering that the the older character the action, that was yeah. cast, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's in it as well and he's basically you sort of you begin to see the makings of why he and Jory Depp characters. Because in, in this he's a teacher of Dark Arts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's not the headmaster yet I don't think, is he? Yeah. No. no, he's just a teacher. Yeah. Um, so as you can tell, there's a fucking shit ton of story in this going on. A lot of stuff going on. Well I mean this is a kid's movie, this is for the it, fucking thirteen year olds. Um yeah. It runs at well over two hours. The first hour of this film is entirely disposable. And it doesn't do really anything at all that makes me interested to watch the film. It, it looks it, pretty. It, it looks it looks very nice, I'm not denying it, it looks lovely. The only thing of interest, Jill will mention, is the Nifflers. They're very cute in it. What you know, the fuck's the Nifflers? They're the ones that steal the money. Oh, the platypuses? The platypuses, yeah, yeah. the weak anything, yeah. 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 I know what they are. So for the first hour I'm just I'm not interested. I, I mean, my interest in this film was low already, so you've got to really make me entertain to get you've got to grab me early on and I just wasn't grabbed at all. Um there are far, far too fucking many characters in this film. You know like I said, like I've mentioned like like you know, yeah. Eddie Redmayne, Eva Miller, Catherine Watson, Dan Fowler, Johnny Depp, Zoe Kravis is in it as well, and also Jude Law oh. and there's a multitude of other characters in it who does names who are just thorough you don't yeah. care. You know, like, like there's a whole Substory story with Eddie Redmayne and his brother, and his three brothers married to, or going to marry Zoe Kravitz, and Zoe Kravitz was once the uh, lover of Eddie Redmayne. So it's just so much stuff going on in this film. Is right so. I, I, is this a super fun film? This is I equated it online to. This is much like, you know how the Star Wars prequels. I'm talking one, two, and three plus Rogue One plus. So I want to say Han Solo. Okay fans will enjoy certain aspects of them but ultimately they're a bit naff and they don't quite have the magic of the original the films yeah same with I would argue The Hobbit as well The Hobbit isn't the same world as Lord of the Rings everything feels like it should be Lord of the Rings feels but it's like, not it's, it's just you feeling a bit empty yes and this is much the same like, I'm not a huge fan of Harry Potter films I think Harry Potter films have some great moments in them. I think Prisoner of Azkaban is a great movie but the rest are a bit meh yeah, up and down but there are moments in the film that are genuinely magical. This has got nothing magical in it at all. It doesn't feel like a magical film you want to watch and the kids will be embracing when they're 8 years old or they still be loving when they're 30, 40, 50. Whereas the Harry Potter films, if you watch them you're 8 years old, they'll stay with you till you are much You'll want to show your kids up. Yeah. This, this will fall away. So but it's going to think. make money because... It's making less money, than people are thinking, but it is making money, yes, yeah. I agree. Um, it does also seem very much concerned with trying to build a world and make sequels rather than tell an actual story and that is something that pisses me off a lot I mean Marvel's guilty of it at times there's a few Marvel films like that as well there's no Harry Potter films there's loads of stuff yeah they're more concerned like let's make sure we we get a sequel to it before we do anything let's build a franchise for good storytelling you know exactly so I think in years come, you might if for example number 3 of this series I don't know what it's going to be called number 3 number 4 of good you look back at number 2 and go that, didn't, that film doesn't do anything yeah described yeah, yeah. it when we first came out of it as a bit like the Deathly Hallows part one yeah where, where they walk a lot and do nothing and then also you go yeah. what the fuck happened in that film that yeah. film just seemed to do nothing you know yeah. there didn't seem to be any majorness that made me interested to watch the yeah, film we need to do something to the next one oh. there you go yeah. we've got a bit in the like, schedule let's fill it yeah um, I just I, I found it really dull I just, I just didn't really get into it at all um, so for me um, I've 5 out of 10. Reading reviews online, I think you used to be the majority. Yeah. And, uh, people are saying the same. it looks amazing. that the, the, You can see the special effects budget. there. It looks amazing to the but point. But it's fluff and nothing more. But it looks amazing. It looks very pretty. It's cinematography lovely in it. But there's nothing interesting about it. David Yates, a director, who I think, from what I can tell, brings films in on time, on budget. But there's no flourish to make it feel like something. I like think David going. Yates has done too many Harry Potter films and it's suffering from... Could be, but I think people I think they should will like him because he does like I said, on budget, on time, gets it across, actors like him, he's okay with that. Safe. Safe pair of hands, they don't want to bring it here to someone who's gonna make you know, bend with you. Know, five out of ten. Five out of Jill. ten. Nine out of ten. I've got a ten. And Jill's a big Harry Potter. She's one. a massive Harry Potter fan and she's given five out of ten. Okay. So amazingly right this week in the cinema so maybe far. Get ten out of ten, the girl in the Who s- would win a fight? Niffles or porks? Nifflers. They should be feisty. Fucking hatepogs. Yeah, crazy. Cool. Niffles yeah. are. You know, the thing I really enjoy about the Niffles were generally very funny in it. But that is that's. Niffle on mean, the first one was quite kind of cute as well. It's, it it's two minutes of a film, you know, and you need more than that. Yeah, you yeah. know, sure. Very cute. And so so far right now, the Girl in the the Web is the film of the week in the cinema, which, which is, is surprising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Saying> a fucking <laughs> lot. Yeah. Um, so onto the last film which I saw last night. It's a film called *Suspiria*. Um, directed by is it Suspiria or Suspira I've always thought it was Suspira i thought Suspiria I, I could be wrong yeah, I, I, I I've, only I've only heard it as Suspiria yeah right okay yeah. Sure. Um, directed by Luca Guadagino I believe his name is who directed Call Me By Your Name I've not seen that never I've heard it's potential fuck yeah. um, and also a bigger splash which I kind of liked is that Splash made, No, Bigger Splash is the one. <laughs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my dreams are plotted again. Yeah. So the plot of this film is, I'm, I can't even describe what the goddamn plot of this film is. I'm after going to read out what the plot is. I, I normally don't do this. Normally I'm a man who will try and... My, in and my own words Absorb like a sponge. Yes, yes, and try and give you something. But I, I really, I'm struggling to describe what it's this based on a dance school. Yeah, um, so it, it's a darkness school. This is the IMDb version of it. So, Go a, for it. a darkness was at the of a world-renowned dance company. One that one golf, the artistic director, an ambitious young dancer, and a grieving psychotherapist. Someone will come to a nightmare. All we'll will finally wake up. Essentially, you're know, involved in an art school, uh, a dance school, and it could be a cover for witches. This is Black Swan. Black Swan with witches. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's based on a 1970s film by uh, Dario yeah. yeah. See, I know the um, shit boy. So, have you seen that film? Yeah. It's yeah. Right. <laughs> I didn't like it either. But from what I'm led to believe, that film is more of a f- out out horror. Um, it's got horror elements really, and horror events are horrific. But it, it, it kind of I think still in tone, it's similar to this. Okay. I think it's very divisive between the audience. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. in the film you've got Dakota Johnson. I don't like her. Yeah. I mean, she likes to get her boobs out. That's what I've her, like her, from her hair, so far. Her hair yeah. Yeah. You've got Chloe Grace Moretz. Comes up in a small role. What she's kind of becoming of it. Wankish shit, isn't she? Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, Mia Goff as well, and Tilda Swinton. Who you like? Who you like Tilda Swinton? Did you get a big reveal with Tilda? She was the, the old man as yeah, well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I believe apparently what, she done like press conferences and stuff. A yeah. lot of people are like, "I'm, what? I'm only ninety five percent sure you're not Tilda Swinton right now." I could be. Yeah. It's <laughs> like <laughs> whip it off. There yeah. Tilda Swinton would be playing me right now. I'm not even Tilda sure You know? It she, was quite, quite. I've seen the makeup and it's, it's like, very really well done. Fuck wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> running, right, running time Running me. time is over two hours long How long did it feel? It felt like seven hours <laughs> um, It should be an hour and a half Sounds like it should be a large, and cheap film It does you know feel at that time, like yeah, think, yeah. yeah. Um, It does feel like the house wankery of the highest order It is just pretentious to fuck It believes it is doing something great And it's not yeah. The director, who obviously got a lot of products for coming by Your Name and A Bigger Splash he believes he is better than the horror genre, and because of that, he's giving it absolute no reverence, and you, it, you think, fuck, I'll just do my own thing, I'll do my own rules. I don't care, dabbing up. and like, no, you need, you need to sort of conform to something to make it yeah. fit in. Now, there are a lot of people who can do other films like this, who, or, or can think they're better than the genre and do something great, for example, Chris Nolan probably thought he was better than the Batman genre, and he did... No, dark night, plausible job. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that you've he, got to still embrace for what it is, and you can't just think, "I'm going to tell everybody what I'm going to do, my version of it." It wants to be the witch, or it wants to be it follows, or even don't breathe. The Without problem it. is, is the thing is, the original is a low budget horror movie. Yeah, it's a low budget Italian uh. horror movie. That, that, that's your source material. This is trying to go play by tension. And there's, just, there's a real lack of any tension there. And yeah. because of that, I found it really dull. When it gets to your conclusion of the film, it's it's nowhere near as shocking. In a world where we have Megan Horror Story, we have Game of Thrones, and all that kind of stuff, what they show on screen just isn't that shocking compared yeah. to what we're used to. Yeah. You know, from two men who have watched Greasy Strangler, you know, yeah. it takes a lot to make them go high fucking bar right, for, yeah. for shockery, you know. High bar. Yeah. Um, I really didn't embrace this film at all. and I would equate I would, I it to people who didn't like Mother. I don't understand why people didn't like Mother. I really I really embraced Mother in some way. You know, I, I, maybe I didn't love it, but I liked it, and I could see what they were trying to do with it, and, and I got yeah. something from it. Yeah. But I've talked to people who absolutely hated that film with an absolute passion, and I'm like, oh, why? Because I, I don't understand why they hate that film with so much passion. I've heard people who say they love this film, this um, Suspiria film, and I just don't get the love. It's a bandwagon for. you've got to jump on. Possibly, you know there is, there's, you know, there is pretentious fuckers out there that watch pretentious films well, yeah. because the pretentious fuckers Could be that. and pretentious filmmakers make films for those fuckers, and that seems yeah. to me a bit like. This is what this is. I think it's. I think people love the original, and I think it's probably because it is so weird and out there uh. and Italian and European and low budget and stuff like that. And it's like, well, you know what? Leave it alone. Then if it's so fucking yeah. good, then. Don't. don't yeah. Just fucking don't. So I try to be like, imagine that he made the Princess of uh-huh. don't. Do you don't. Yeah. I mean? Leave do it, do it alone. There's no fucking need to do that. Shut sure. I spent the fuck. I mean, it's pretentious from the very opening title card. Really? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Because the opening title card says, "This is a film. This is a story in six acts plus an epilogue oh fuck. Right. Off. So then. Once I'm bored of the first act, yeah. I'm then just counting down. Yeah, you hurry up, uh-huh. get to the apple. At that, yeah. point, that point in my head I'm thinking, right, so this is two and a half hours long, so the episode can be half an hour long. So once I get, like, okay, okay, now we're at we're an yeah. at, at hour and a half right now. Yeah. We're at two hours now. And I'm just, I'm working out my head how to take a damn film. That's never a good thing. No, if you're, if you're counting down time after 20 minutes, you've got a problem in your hands. And I just, for the two hours of film, I did not really, I was just, I was bored shitless. I was just utterly dulled by it. I last um, half hour tried to go to the shop without and dealer, like, and I remember going, I've seen this all before and I don't find it that interesting. Yeah. The audience I was with were much the same. The film, the theatre started out half full. By the time it, turned, it was less than a quarter full, the wow. role I was sitting in had eight people in it. Within an hour, there was only me in the role. Wow. It, that, is, of, that, is that the biggest walkout you've seen, do you think? I think possibly, yeah. Wow. Just in terms wow. of sheer numbers, speaks yeah. speaks volumes, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's going to be. Unfortunately. Divide walk out all you want, you've paid a ticket. You pay a ticket, you've got money, yeah. And this, this asshole's got licence to make uh-huh. another fucking movie. Yeah. And but but sorry, th- he's not an asshole, but it's his mission, version, bit, yeah. But yeah. It's it's, it's, yeah. it's just, it's a tough watch. I think it will divide, people will be much like the last one, where people will love it or they will hate it, much like stuff like Hereditary, or indeed like It Follows, or The Witch, or The Babadook, or whatever I'm thinking of, Mother. You know, people who love those films will go to bat for them quite heavily, and people who don't like it will just go, "No, it's utter crap." And um, me, I'm on quite on this. Is this is high pretentious wankery? Um, it, it's kind of a shame because I, I love my horror films, and that spire is not. I know of it, like I said, Argentino stuff. that I haven't cared about. I'm, I'm versed in that shit, but I've no desire to see this at all. No, I'm just like, couldn't fucking care less. I, mean, I see you don't have to call. Him. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> well, I see it because you don't yeah, have to. Thank you. there won't. I, I will let you take that one for me. Could I quickly... Out of ten, sorry? Four. Four? That's generous. I'd have been straight in about Two out of, Fuck you. No, Two out four, of ten, four. four. Um, on the note of short horror and stuff like that, um, Barry asked me about a horror film um, at Halloween time when I was mentioned to you guys a film I watched called Terrifier, I told you. Oh, you are yeah. Just quickly before we finish up, I watched this movie called Terrifier. Um, it's on Sky Movies just now, and it, it's a killer clown movie, and it's fucking nuts. Okay. Um, it's just the, the plot is a clown kills people. Okay. And them go some fucking ways. Yeah. At one point, he saws someone in half very graphically on screen, stuff like that. And watch it. Just for the fun of watching it because it's. Like, it's not trying to be suspira, that's the point uh-huh. is It's just, it's gore for gore And it's horror for horror and that's it And it's probably the anti-Suspira uh-huh. Even watch it just to get it It sounds out of the like there's a low budget British film A few years ago starring Ross Noble Called Stitches Which I've seen, this is gory Stitches, gory. Stitches is like a soap opera This is, okay. like I said the saw a girl in half, hanging upside down The camera doesn't carry Okay, yeah. fair enough <laughs> um, <laughs> But on to next week Next week, very quiet week. You're He's not here, so we. I'll mean be. Barry. A, I'll be I'm going to see. Um, I'm going to be an L. Man next week, <laughs> folks. Um, so we're getting any listeners on the Man You know who you. <laughs> you fucking know who you are. We have at least one. Say hello. Um, um, I'm going to see a, a documentary about NASA. Are you? Yeah. In the cinema. What's it called? I don't know. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, you can't let me know. Um, well, in every other cinema, you've got um, Robin Hood, which is out today. Which is How's it, uh, have you read any reviews No, on this I'm, I'm trying I not to. No, um, Jamie Foxx is so I'm out. I'm yeah. not, I don't want to see it. 'Cause of Jimmy Fox. Okay. okay. Um, you've got also Assassination Nation. What's that all about? Essentially it's sort of like remember that like sort um major like celebrity hack that we done at one point when all the celebrity phones get hacked and all the Right. Great. But this is more about it happens to a town. So all of a sudden the town all know each other's secrets. Right. Okay. And it's a town you're goes, supposed goes to hell because of that. As in violence, yeah, and kill people. yeah, yeah. We yeah. okay. want you to do this, or are we going to expose you? I think or more gorgeous, like, think like more like women. I found out they on the girl next door is shaking up, right? case okay, so camera. just kind of breakdowns on a personal level, breakdown right. society, right? Okay, cool. Um, so I think it. we're also going to watch me and Barry, are going to watch um, they'll love me when I'm dead, which is the uh, Austin awesome wells documentary on Netflix. Okay, so we put that in I as well. I'll leave that to you guys, I don't do documentaries. Maybe do it's a part of my NASA one you come up to see in this week. I've kind of been told I'm. I'm getting taken along to it so we we'll yeah. uh, you to find us uh, you can find us on 3 movie at gmail okay. um, on facebook on instagram and on twitter so at 3BeersInTheMovie in all those places um, so like as lovers, you never know you might get some strange wee island that kill people with woes and arrows that tune in <laughs> and listen <Who> <laughs> you never know um, I've been Colin McKay I've been Richard and we've been 3 beers in a movie.